The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spa, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings right here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. You're going to learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country, the 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, first up, we're going to be talking about a powerhouse retailer. I don't know if you caught the same article yesterday on WallStreetJournal.com that I did, but it was called Showdown Over Show um, Showrooming. I don't know if you've heard of the concept of showrooming, but we're going to get into that just a little bit. The article was by Ann Zimmerman. And it's all about how Target is really taking, trying to take control, if you will, of our ability to price shop online while we're standing there in their aisles um, looking for that low-cost leader. And, of course, Target wants to be the low-cost leader, but they're fearing that perhaps they are not because they're going, of course, um, face-to-face and neck-to-neck with online suppliers. So the gist of this article in Wall Street Journal is that Target is asking suppliers for help in combating what they're calling showrooming. That's when shoppers come into a store to see a product in person only to buy it from a rival online. And as we know, oftentimes online you can get it at a lower price. Well, according to Ann Zimmerman, uh, this came via a letter to vendors. And they've asked suppliers to create special products that would set them apart from competitors and shield them from those price comparisons that I just talked about called showrooming. And if not that, they've asked suppliers to help them match rival prices. Um, so pretty interesting. Um, now, we all know that Target's coming off kind of a rocky fourth quarter. Uh, you know, the holiday season is one of those times when everybody's looking to make it into um, the black, if you will, um, instead of the red. And it, it wasn't the best season for Target. Retail analysts that are following this are saying that, you know what, more retailers may take the same steps that Target is taking right now. But the challenge, of course, is the Target business model is way different from online retailer business models. They have lower uh, labor costs. They don't have, you know, sales tax often that ends up um, being applied to the purchase. And it's a separate, totally separate, different business model. And we know consumers are moving to online more and more and more. So it's going to be interesting to see if this plea from Target to its suppliers is really going to do any good. I can tell you right now, we know that mom and her mobile phone are not going to be separated. And when it comes to looking for 
uh, value-based products. Now more than ever, moms um, are seeking those, those value-based products. So I don't think that's going to stop us. I think it's going to come down to uh, where do we think we have the best value for our dollar, and whether that's at Target or somewhere else, um, you can bet that we're going to sniff it out. Well, moving on to our purse profile today, I thought it uh, would be a tribute to Target to make it our Target trendsetter. Now, this is a mom, of course, over 9 million strong, a household income of about 90,000, median age of 40, and of course, they've got kids in the home, and a quarter of them are homemakers, the rest of them, of course, work part-time or full-time. They consider themselves to be hopeful, very hopeful. They like their life the way it is. They see themselves as optimists. Um, they see spending their time almost as important as how they spend their money. Um, they would love to start up their own business, and, and frankly, these days, a lot of us are in the position that we need to start up our own business because we're out of work, right? Um, they're putting their family first no matter what, however, and they do like to, when they can, indulge their children with those little extras um, and, and feel that um, if they can splurge, they want to splurge on their family. They are always shopping, and when I say that, I mean they like shopping. They may not always be making a purchase. They go shopping frequently. And they will change brands. They'll do it just because they want something new. They are seeking out deals, that is for sure. While they like their brands, they will shop for the deals. So that even means going into stores that aren't Target, that lure them in because of price. They go to clearance racks, coupons draw them in. They actually um, will talk to other moms, of course, and figure out where the best specials and bargains are, are, and that lures them as well. Children influence their shopping heavily. So, um, what are they shopping? Well, they're shopping Lands in Old Navy, Gap, um, Nine West, Toys R Us, for example. Um, they're driving Volkswagen and Hondas and Dodge and Volvo. Um, and um, when they're online, they're they're online a lot. They're online both for their children and for themselves. They're online at Disney. Um, iVillage, uh, Baby Center, CBS, MSNBC. They're reading uh, magazines like Parenting and Parents and Family Fun. And um, they're watching some TV, but um, but not a lot. They're, they're online a lot because, as you know, these moms are busy. Well, my guest today knows a lot about moms. It's her business to know a lot about moms. Tina Sharkey is chairman of Baby Center. Um, Baby Center, of course, is the web's number one global interactive parenting network and has nurtured millions of parents since its launch. And uh, we've had Tina on several times before. She always comes with lots of insights into mom. And today we're going to be talking uh, about the shopping rituals of the American mom. So stick around. More from Tina Sharkey of Baby Center when Purse Strings returns after the break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Her strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. From the creators of We Build Pages, experience the power of the Internet Marketing Ninja. An exclusively trained army of nearly 100 in house ninjas. Mastered in the arts of social media, local marketing, content creation, SEO reporting, and yes, link building. The Internet Marketing Ninjas will release a new version of their legendary tools to the public. Visit imninjas.com. The ninjas are coming. 
Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. As you know, being an expert at f What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f***? Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f*** performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. Podcasting at the speed of sound. WebmasterRadio.fm, the flamethrower. WebmasterRadio.fm, we're everywhere. First Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Welcome back to the program. Joining me today is Tina Sharkey, Chairman and Global President of Baby Center. Many of you I know have been online at Baby Center. It's the web's number one global interactive parenting network. And we've been blessed with Tina's presence several times in the past. And, Tina, you always bring great insights each and every time. Welcome back to the program. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank you for that great lead-in on the Wall Street Journal story. We actually, that trend actually came right out of our uh, 21st Century Mom Shopping Report. So, well, of uh, course it did. <laughs> you know, and not surprising because, you know, you do have such a wide range of of constituency from which to draw, and um, they're always good at, at providing uh, great insights to you and the folks at Baby Center, and, and it is a wealth of information that comes out of Baby Center every time, and I know we had you on the program, gosh, well, that was back in 2010, I think, maybe, talking I about think the it 21st was. century mom. global mom or social mom. I think we came on both times, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and this time you're on to talk about the shopping rituals of the American mom, and, and I would imagine mobile plays um, a large part of that. But what what did your study reveal about how she shops? Well, um, it's interesting. You know, I think that um, mom, there are seven, there's lots of stats and lots of data. um, But clearly, the first thing that we talk about is the transformation of what happens when a woman becomes a mom as it relates to shopping. And the thing that was interesting about this study is not only did we ask moms, we asked the general population as well, and we actually partnered with Comscore to do that so that we were getting a delta on what's going on with moms and what's going on uh, with overall. And what the first thing that we did is said, how do women feel about shopping before becoming a mom? And they used words like relaxed, impulsive, social, fun. After becoming a mom, they used words like rushed, overwhelmed, stressed, deal-driven. And then when we asked the general population how they feel about it, moms were 158% more likely to be rushed, 67% more likely to be overwhelmed, 88% more likely to be stressed, and 43% more likely to be deal-driven than the general population of shopping, which made us sort of 
want to dig deeper and say, well, what, how are they doing it and how are they, you know, moms want to create change and what are the rituals that they're using to actually make change in their life. And so uh, we created, you know, seven rituals around that and we can go through them over the course of the next, uh, next half hour. Yes, I would, I'm, I'm very interested in the seven rituals. And uh, before we get into that, though, I, I do want to bring up the fact that I feel like every time I turn around, there's a story on couponing. And I, I know that uh, your research is showing that moms aren't just seeking bargains, although, as, as I've said, through data that I've seen uh, past this, this show several times, that they do tend to make a game out of, you know, being a low-cost seeker. Tell us a little bit about the, the couponing trend. If sure. You that, uh, that's our ritual number two, which is that we say mom shops for sport. You know, she definitely has a passion for saving. You know, three-quarters of moms say the recession has changed the way that she shops, and 82% are actually using coupons to help with their family expenses, and that's up from 64% in 2007. But what's interesting, and I think that retailers are basically training their customers to shop for the deal, is that 83% of moms say that the changes that they've made are largely permanent. Like, even when the economy rebounds, they're not going back. You know, they're hooked on the deal. Um, 60% subscribe to deal services, like a Groupon or a Plum District or a Living Social, or even, you know, deals from retailers like Gap and Target and others. And it gives them currency. You know, when I talk about shopping for sport, she's very, very social. And, you know, in 2010, when we share with you our social rituals, she's looking for things to put into her social channel, to put on her Facebook, to tweet about, to share, to blog about. And so 36% of moms actually share their deals through their social networks. And that's 124 index over uh, the general population. So it gives her something to talk about, and it makes her feel like, you know, when she saves money, she feels like she won. Mm-hmm. And she wants to pass that along, right? I mean, Totally, that's really, absolutely. That's she wants to game. give her friends the hookup. Uh, it's something yeah. to talk about. So often you'll talk to a woman at all ends of the economy. I remember the other day I was in New York, and I was walking down the street, and a woman got out of a taxi, and she was wearing the most gorgeous coat. And I just couldn't help myself. I said, oh, excuse me, I just have to tell you, your coat is gorgeous. And she said, you like it? I got it at a sample sale. Like, who asked, you know? Um, but you she had to tell me that. It was like you somehow that, it made her coat even cooler that she had gotten it at a deep discount. Um, yeah. So at, you see that across the board. It's not just people who are coupon clipping for cans. You're seeing people want to get deals and they expect deals up and down the sector, and they talk about it. It's not something that they hide. Yeah. Well, there are some things, though. She's not just focused on the low, being the low-cost winner, if you will. There are some things that mom won't give up no matter the cost. Is that right? That is right. I mean, the, the irony is that while she shops for sport, she really um, she demands convenience. And so mom will put her money where her mouth is uh, when it comes to making her life easier. So despite the pressure to save... Many moms don't skimp on that. You know, 30% say they'll pay more for a product if it saves them time and hassle. 38% are willing to pay for online shipping if it's time-saving. In fact, one of our moms said that she will only move uh, her house if she can go to a location where there's good grocery delivery because she wants that convenience, um, and she won't even move to a zip code if she doesn't have access to a good online grocery um, convenience. Another mom says she hasn't stepped in a store in 10 years um, in the Christmas holiday season, and, you know, they, they have a lot of cardboard at their house. So uh, convenience, is, convenience is really important, and utility is her new luxury. 
so, you know, having things, you know, I, I always find this one very funny, which is that 41% of moms say that cup holders are actually the most important thing to them when buying a new car. Only 36% resale value. You know, they want, they want convenience, they're multitasking, they're trying to get through, and um, it's fascinating to see how, what they're willing to spend for and what they're prioritizing. Well, and it's not surprising, I guess, that cup holders are are so top of the list because we, we all know that when you drive a car off the lot, you know, the value instantly plummets. So you might as well love what you have while you have it, right? And I think exactly. that we all know we're hanging on to things longer, too, and we just can't afford to cycle things out anymore. But it's interesting, the same mom that goes to Costco to buy the, like, oversized giant box of goldfish crackers is the same mom that if she can buy an end cap at Target goldfish that come in a plastic container that actually fits in the cup holder, mm-hmm. she'll buy that too. And it's priced at twice or three times what she paid for the goldfish at Costco. And then she's using Costco to refill the, the container. So she's definitely working both sides of the equation, and convenience is a luxury that she'll pay for. Yeah. Well, and you talked about it a little bit ago about recommendation, you know, how mom is out there on her Facebook talking about the great deals that she's gotten. We also know that brands depend on that recommendation. That's really the gold that we seek to convert people to our brands or get them to to try and buy. Where beyond Facebook is she seeking product recommendations? And I'm, I'm assuming they're still huge with her. Yeah, it is. It's a great point, which is, you know, we call that, that's ritual number five, which is that she enlists new help. You know, she's, you know, go back to those words. She doesn't want to feel stressed. She wants to find joy. And so she's putting pixels, you know, websites and partners and platforms to work for her. So what does that mean? That means that she's reading online reviews. She is actually using other people who have reviewed products, and she's doing the reviews herself because she actually is using that as a way to decide whether she's going to buy a product. So anonymous, you know, other moms that have a point of view, social media as a place to recommend. It's not just actually Facebook, as you say. It's actually the websites themselves, the manufacturer websites, Amazon, other Internet sites where she's looking for the stars, she's looking for the reviews, and she's 70% more likely than the general population to have actually read an online product review in the last 30 days. So she cares about that, and that's very social to her because even though she may not know these people, their stories of the products and the experience they had, you know, it's really not what a brand says about itself anymore. It's what a friend tells a friend. And so, you know, what we're advising uh, manufacturers and suppliers is, and, and retailers is post-sale activation. You know, how do you turn that customer? In the old days, the purchase funnel, the goal was to get the purchase, right? Mm-hmm. Now the goal is not only to get the purchase, but to activate the purchaser to become an advocate. And so, you know, in post-shopping cart on a website, how do you let them tweet about it? How do you let them talk about it? How do you let them post it? Um, all that kind of stuff. We're also seeing that a lot of people are extending the aisle. So if mom is getting advice from another mom in a store, um, stores like Kohl's are actually putting kiosks right there in their stores next to their cash registers. So if they don't have the inventory on the floor, you can go right to the kiosk and order it there because someone may have told you about something that they don't have on the floor. So we're seeing retailers react in new and interesting ways with the way they're designing their web applications, their mobile applications, and even the physical kiosks that are going into their stores to captivate that word of mouth, even if you know it's not on a Facebook page, but it's actually a mom talking to another mom on the floor of their store. Well, and that's brilliant on Cole's part because it kind of comes back to what I said at the top of the show is how do you 
make those brick and mortar um, stores, those facilities more engaging because mom is engaging in the aisle through her mobile phone um, and looking for those low cost deals and 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 getting recommendations and referrals and looking for downloadable coupons, all kinds of things. And yet, I think what Target was reacting to is. Um, hey, we're, we're not flexible enough. We're not able to, to, to meet that low-cost leader demand. Suppliers help us out here, but it sounds like Kohl's is, is seeking to at least put some solutions in place in store, which I think is brilliant. Or uh, they're saying, you know what, we want to actually extend the aisle. Like, they only have so much floor space, right? So Walmart is an example. If you go on there, if you go to their store, they have a certain number of cribs on the floor. Now, cribs are a large product, right? So I think they probably have around a dozen. I mean, I haven't shopped the store recently, but if you go to their website, there's hundreds. So not only getting manufacturers as targeted today in the call out to create price um, price uh, conformity or unique products that only exist there, but then also the ship to store option because and the free ship to store because they know if they can get that customer back in the store, she's likely to buy other stuff as well. So I think that you know retailers who are looking at a multi-channel strategy and ways to connect the floor experience to the web experience to the mobile experience to create a bigger cash register to actually have them shop in more departments or to extend their aisles that they don't even have the physical space to do with kiosks like Kohl's is doing or extensions like Walmart is doing or promoting ship to store for free is actually getting um, is creating that relationship with that customer at any point they, that they touch that store and moms really appreciate that. Yeah. Well, anyway, as you noted in your 21st Century Mom Report, you really talked about the emerging power of mobile, and you were right. You predicted the future. It's here, and it's huge, uh, beyond huge, and, and we just talked about Target and, and showrooming. Talk a little bit about the power of mobile and how that plays into how mom shops. Well, it's interesting. You know, we actually we want to understand. I mean, when you look at cell phone adoptions, um, 20% of moms actually said that they got either um, a smartphone or a tablet for Christmas. Um, you saw that Kindle and uh, Kindle Fire sold over 4 million um, this Christmas as well, and we're seeing huge Android app um, adoption there. But we found that becoming a mom is actually a trigger to go from a feature phone to a smartphone. And uh, moms are 18% more likely to have a smartphone than um, anyone else in the, than the general population. And the reason is it's remote for her life. She can do so many things with her smartphone. And not only is she scanning um, and she's couponing and she's using her smartphone for, you know, price checking like Target talked about, but she's actually scanning for deals under $5. Um, she's much more so than the regular general population. She wants to unlock the value of deals, and she's using it for that. She's also um, she's also um, taking pictures of things that she's seeing and getting her friends to give her advice from the dressing room, from the aisle. Um, do you like this? Do you like that? And she's finding a way to bring the social back into shopping by actually creating photos directly from the store and texting those to her friends or posting those to online forums. And we're seeing a lot of that pop up all over the place. So she's not just price checking. She's actually getting second opinions as well. So she's really unlocked the value of that, of that, of that smartphone, um, not just for the, you know, the barcoding and other things, but to get the advice of friends. 
which we know is gold, right? I mean, if you can get, especially if you're shopping for clothes and your girlfriend can come with you, the next best thing is to send her an image. And yeah, this one or that one. On you those jeans. It's taking her normal behavior and she's just using the smartphone to actually just create a more social experience for herself because she's very social by nature. But, you know, scanning QR codes and scanning for low-ticket items, you know, 71% of moms are actually going to scan a barcode to save $5 or less versus only 49% of the general population. Now, I think we're going to see those numbers move over time, but she's she's there. She's done. You know, extreme couponing is a lifestyle for her, and the mobile phone just becomes another vehicle for doing it. It's just virtual clipping. And as you said, it's a lifestyle that's not going away. It's here to stay. So Definitely here to um, stay. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick break, Tina, and we come back. I do want to talk a little bit about customer service because it seems like a lot of times mom's out there on her own. We know customer service can be a huge play, at, definitely at point of sale. So more from Tina Sharkey when Purse Strings returns after the break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. It's time for the 2012 SCS Conference and Expo to make its way back to the Big Apple, New York City. SCS New York 2011 makes its way to the New York Hilton March 19th through the 23rd. SCS New York 2011 will feature over 70 sessions, nearly 100 exhibitors, and networking opportunities with thousands of marketing and search engine optimization professionals. SCS New York 2011 will start with a high-profile opening keynote from Google's digital marketing evangelist, Avinash Kaushik. Don't delay. Come to SCS New York 2012, March 19th through the 23rd, inside the New York Hilton. Register right now at searchenginestrategies.com. That's searchenginestrategies.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Don't get caught in a web of confusion. Learn the ropes on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. I've been chatting with Tina Sharkey. She's the global president and chair of 
chairman of Baby Center. Of course, it is the web's number one global interactive parenting network. And we've been talking about the recent uh, new study that Baby Center fielded called it the Shopping Rituals of the American Mom. And we've gone through rituals two and five and maybe some in between, and there's seven total of them. And before the end of this interview in the next five minutes, I would love to hear just briefly the other rituals. But one thing I wanted to make sure we got to, Tina, was customer service. Um, it feels like every time I turn around, we're talking about how customer service just isn't there anymore. It keeps lagging behind. Is mom willing to give up good customer service to kind of seek out those lower costs, or do you feel like it's not an either-or proposition for her? Yeah, I would say that it's a great question, and um, customer service is paramount for every consumer. And in the same way that before the break, we talked about stores really trying to execute a multi-platform strategy, shop to store, website to catalog, catalog to store, like thinking about how those three channels work together. I think customer service is getting reinvented as well, uh, which is that you really have to think about um, how to connect your customer across all of these things. A great example of that um, is the idea that you could shop online, um, you know, buy multiple sizes, buy multiple colors, you know, figure out what you want, and then return to the store. And thinking about those, you're not a separate customer. You're not a website customer versus a store customer. You're a customer. And how do you relate to that customer um, no matter where she touches your um, no matter where she touches your interchange, you know, moms are 53% more likely to want that seamless interchange between the site and the store. It saves her time, and it definitely uh, builds loyalty. Um, she cares deeply. 65% of moms say she cares about helpful salespeople and representatives versus just 48% of the general population. And 62% of moms need a child-friendly store. And that's all That's all about, you know, if she's going to take the time to go to your store, she wants the people to welcome her. She wants to be able to spend time there. And she wants to feel like her time is valuable. And so I think customer service is being reinvented as marketers and brands start to think about the singularity of their customer, no matter who touches her or where she gets um, or where she gets support from. You've I, this is kind of I'm throwing a curve at you, but I'm just curious before we wrap up. Um, and talk about the shopping outlook for 2012 kind of based on these results. What are some of the other rituals that, if you could just touch on them quickly, I know we sure. talked about two or Absolutely. three of them, but I would, would no, love I'll, to hear I'll the other I'll give you the quick rundown because I think they're fun, and then, you know, we can tweet it out um, so people can download it if, they, if they're interested. But the first ritual is she shops around. Um, the second is that she shops for sport. Um, the third, and we talked about that one, the third is she reads the labels. Um, Dr. Mom, you know, absolutely reads labels, not just on pharmaceutical products, but she's reading all the labels. Um, she demands convenience. We touched on the convenience, and she'll pay more for convenience. Um, she enlists new support, not only, you know, online reviews and friends via text messages, but she, uh, she, there's a new data line. You know, we're seeing spouses and partners are taking a lot of the load in being in the grocery store, being in the aisle, other things. Um, the sixth ritual is she expects more from retail. We just touched on that, the shop to store, the customer service, the treating her like a true guest. And the last ritual is she puts the calendar to work. She's not. She's thinking about milestones, and she's actually playing not just off of the annual calendar, but of the calendar in her family's life. And that triggers a lot of a lot of new kinds of purchasing behaviors. So those are the seven rituals, 
And each one of those rituals, we have, you know, stats, insights, trends of mom's behaviors uh, and the delta of that versus general population, as well as lots of zeitgeist around examples of, you know, trends that we're seeing. As as you uh, talked about at the top of the hour with the Wall Street Journal report about um, showrooming that we're seeing at Target, you know, retailers don't want to be empty showrooms unless it's for their products and services. That's absolutely right. Well, lots of great, rich data, and I know you're you're going to be monitoring all of those. Um, I mean, we're already what? I feel like we're already halfway through 2012. It's just a few weeks into January. But um, as you look at shopping and mom in 2012 and looking at those seven rituals, what what are you going to be tracking? Are you going to be tracking all seven? Do you think some of them are going to have a little bit heavier weight? Or are there some other ones at play that you're keeping your eye on? Yeah, it's a great question. I would say that there are three there's three that we're really tracking. We're, one is the mobile adoption. How now that all of these new smartphones and tablets are coming into the channel, how are moms using that to get a leg up on retail? How are they using it to shop around? How are they using it for shopping lists? What is the relationship between all of those pieces and parts? So that's the first one. The second one is social. We talked about that. But, you know, if a brand isn't what you say about your company, but it's really what a friend tells a friend, where does mom fit into that purchase funnel? The purchase funnel isn't a funnel anymore, um, and it's been upended. And so if it's a circuitous infinite loop, how are brands activating? And the third is really looking at how are stores and retailers and manufacturers looking at all the touch points with their consumers and truly thinking about the experience of their brand, not necessarily the physical bricks and mortar or the bits and bytes of their website, but what's the connectivity between the three and how can they all work together to incite loyalty, to increase purchase size, um, to increase convenience, and to create advocacy amongst their best customers to sort of activate the larger all of their friends against their products and services and what are and what is the social connection between stores and people and how do people become advocates and marketers for those brands and platforms mm-hmm. well Definitely some things to chew on. Thank you. You always, you always plant a great, great amount of seeds, and I swear I would love to have another half hour to explore some of those rituals that you were only able to touch on. But as you said, possibility to tweet some of those out so people can get some more insight into those. Tina, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Thank you again. You're so welcome. Have a great day, and I uh, look forward to being back. Yes, absolutely. And uh, for those of you, of course, always go to babycenter.com. Uh, for your very latest, greatest information uh, there. And thanks to George for another great show. And join me right here for another edition of Purse Strings next Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. And until then, make it a great one. 